Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Connections and Directions, our University of Michigan Civil and Environmental Engineering podcast. My name is Michelle Santillian, and I am the CEE Marketing Communications Specialist and host of this series. During our podcasts, we are featuring members of our CEE community and how their work reflects our mission of engineers in service to society. We will be highlighting our strategic directions and our commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. CEE's five strategic directions are human habitat experience, shaping resource flows, adaptation, automation, and smart infrastructure finance. Professor Atiyah Shah will begin at UMCEE in January 2023 and comes to us from the University of California, Berkeley, where she was a postdoctoral fellow in urban systems working with Dr. Daniel Rodriguez. Professor Shaw's research prioritizes people as the most important element of transportation systems, with her research expertise centering on survey design and analysis, travel behavior modeling, and human factors engineering. I would like to welcome Dr. Shaw and thank you very much for being with us today. Hi, Michelle. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Uh, I'm really looking forward to getting to know the rest of the staff, faculty, and students in person in just a few months. Uh, but for now, I'm very happy to have this chance to introduce myself virtually, and I'm looking forward to our conversation. Thank you. As I said, um, it's great that you could be with us today, and we're excited about you joining us in person uh, come January. First, I would like you to share with our listeners some details about your research area and goals and how they align with CEE strategic directions. Sure. Um, so in a nutshell, my research is centered around data and methods that prioritize user-centered outcomes in transportation. Um, so I'll just unpack that a little bit now. Um, when I talk about user-centered outcomes in transportation, what I'm really talking about um, are goals that directly affect individuals' quality of life, individuals' quality of life. Um, so that can be things like equity, livability, well-being, resilience, sustainability. Um, so these are really things that are affecting, you know, the way we interact with the infrastructure, the outcomes of how we interact with that infrastructure. And one of my goals um, through my research and as an academic is to refocus our attention in civil engineering, in transportation engineering, on these user-centered outcomes as a metric in our planning, our designing, and our forecasting processes. Um, and so the way that I'm going to choose to uh, sort of work to highlight and refocus our attention on these user-centered outcomes is using two primary sets of tools. Um, and the first is to uh, look at the types of data that we're focusing on. Um, look at the traditional sources of data streams that we've been depending on in civil engineering and thinking about how we can address some of the issues there. So for example, um, in transportation engineering, we rely heavily on survey data. Um, surveys are becoming harder and harder uh, to, to obtain re representative data from. Um, it's becoming more difficult uh, you know, to, to reach all segments 
segments of the population, for example. Um, so one of the things I want to do is to think about innovative methods and approaches for addressing some of those challenges, um, for bringing in new data sources. So we know that we have more and more data streams coming online now than we've ever had before. Which of those data streams are going to be useful in our work, and how can we use that um, and integrate it with some of our existing data streams to paint a, a more full and better picture of the individuals and the communities that we're serving with our infrastructure systems. Um, so that's a little bit on the data side. On the method side, um, what I'm very interested in doing is to bring some of those very advanced methods um, and underutilized approaches from psychometrics and econometrics to civil engineering. Um, you know, as civil engineers, everything that we do, every system that we build is for people. Um, but traditionally in our curriculum, we haven't really had the opportunity to learn how to best measure and study those people. Um, and so that's that's one of the things that I want to do uh, with that sort of second tool set that I'm bringing um, to help refocus our attention on those user-centered outcomes. Um, so that paints a little bit of a um, you know, more detailed picture of my research program and some of the goals that I hope to achieve. Um, with respect to the strategic directions, um, you know, I think that my entire research program is centered about, it's centered on thinking about people um, as the most important element, um, as you introduced at the beginning. And so um, it fits very organically with that um, mission of social impact through CE um, that is part of Michigan's strategic plan. Uh, really, it embodies uh, all of the strategic directions, but particularly that first one, the human habitat experience, thinking about how we can design infrastructure systems that are very human centric. Um, so, you know, I think that uh, that's that's part of the part of what I'm uh, hoping to do in the department. Um, I think that's part of the fundamental goal of what it means to be a civil engineer. And I'm really excited to see departments like CE at Michigan um, interested on refocusing and reframing the discussion around individuals, around people, around social impact. I think that that will go a long way toward, um, as you said, contributing toward making our society um, more human-centric, um, more cognizant of how people interact with their environment and each other. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so, so that's the goal, is to design systems that are serving people, that are catering for people's needs, and that are also designed for the way that we function as individuals, right? How can we design the infrastructure to ensure that the way I interact with it um, is going to is going to be the safest, uh, the safest outcomes for all of the users who are interacting with me, um, for myself, um, and so on. And you mentioned um, designing infrastructure. What specifically are you focusing on? Are you looking at things such as walkways, greenways, parks, um, or are you looking more at transportation systems such as bus lines or trains or an amalgamation of all of those? Yes, great question. Um, so I'm in the past, I've really focused mostly on transportation systems, so an amalgamation of what you uh, what you mentioned just now. So whether we're talking about new services that are coming online, new ride-sharing services, um, whether we're talking about public transit, whether we're talking about the way people are interacting with new technologies in their vehicles. Um, but, you know, and through my work, I hope to definitely expand my focus, expand my application areas to all infrastructure systems, um, because I think that there 
there's a lot of transferability. Um, you know, as I mentioned, all of our systems that we work with as civil engineers are very user-centered. Everything that we do is for individuals. Um, so I think that there's a lot of opportunity to transfer some of those um, skill sets, tool sets uh, to other systems. And I'm looking forward to collaborating with other faculty um, on some of these initiatives. For the next question, um, I wanted to find out how you became interested in your area of study. Was there a course that you took or a personal experience that you had that led you to explore this topic in depth? Um, sure. So, so this is always one of my favorite questions because it can be as long as as long as you'd like it to be. And um, so, I'll do my best to sum it up. Um, you know, when I started uh, when I started my undergraduate studies, uh, I had a dream to eventually do my PhD in sustainable development. Um, and so, the way that I wanted to go about doing that was to uh, start off with a double major in economics and civil and environmental engineering. Um, so, those were two two of my favorite courses in high school. Um, and so as I was taking my civil engineering courses, I um, very organically just kind of fell more and more in love with transportation. Um, for me, I really liked the way that transportation directly interfaced with people. Um, so I think that it's the infrastructure system that just has that most direct connection. Um, I, I find it really exciting and exhilarating that, you know, I could, um, talk about transportation with almost anyone from anywhere in the world, you know, any path, any walk of life. Um, and they would be able to have this really like robust emotional conversation with me about what needs to be fixed about their morning commute or, you know, that traffic signal near their home that just isn't timed right or isn't working. Um, and so everyone just had, um, so much emotion and feeling about the transportation infrastructure they were using because it literally directly impacted their life. They were interacting with it on a very real, very immediate basis. Um, and so that that was very exciting to me, um, you know, and that is uh, really why I ended up going into transportation. Um, and now, you know, I think that this is um, – my goal of, of working in sustainable development um, and improving cities um, can very much be achieved through transportation engineering. And so um, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And as you said, it's um, going through a transportation uh, system or process on a commute, whether you're driving in a car or taking a bus or walking, we all experience that. So it's something that everyone can relate to at, at different levels. Right, exactly. And and it impacts our life, right? I, I mean, depending on our morning commute, if we got stuck in traffic, it could completely impact our mood for the rest of the day or the interactions that we have or the ability to focus. Um, so I think I think it's very powerful to think about infrastructure like that, you know, think about it as having a very real impact on the people that we're that we're designing these systems for. And what classes do you anticipate teaching initially? And do you have ideas for adding new courses down the road? Sure. Um, so 
Initially, I'll be teaching the Introduction to Transportation Engineering course, um, which is the undergraduate level transportation elective. Um, and then I will also be teaching the Travel Behavior Analysis and Forecasting course, um, which is a graduate course. And um, I'm actually I'm very excited uh, and passionate about both of these courses because I think that they're very core to the transportation curriculum um, at the undergraduate and graduate levels. Um, and so that's, that's really exciting for me um, because these are classes that I really enjoy taking and um, I look forward to you know uh, sharing some of my enthusiasm with students through those courses um, down the road uh, there are a few electives that I've been thinking about developing um, you know two possible options right now would be um, first of all a survey design and analysis course so as I've mentioned earlier in this talk um, I a lot of what we do as civil engineers um, is centered around people well all of what we do um, but Oftentimes, we don't have the tools or the skill sets um, to really think about how to best collect that data. Um, so it hasn't really traditionally been a part of our curriculum. And so um, with the survey design course, that's something that I think uh, can be very useful um, for, for people across, you know, across all of the civil engineering disciplines. Um, do you, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I was going to say, um, would you also think of bringing in things like statistics and additional analysis to that or um, borrowing, if you will, or, or collaborating with colleagues from other areas? Definitely. Um, so that's actually just where I was going. Um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, that class itself can have a module on psychometric methods. Um, so again, talking about the types of uh, things that you know, can be important for analyzing that data, not only collecting the data properly, but thinking about how we're measuring the metrics, the performance metrics that we're interested in. Um, thinking about how we're analyzing that data, there are, um, you know, there are people in psychology who've spent decades studying the right way to ask these questions and the right way to analyze that data, but we really haven't had, um, the access to those types of methods um, and and concepts as civil engineers. So that's definitely something that either can be a part of that class, um, quite honestly, it can be a class by itself, a psychometrics methods course for civil engineers. Um, so you're right, absolutely. Statistics, um, actually taking that data that we're getting and analyzing it correctly is a big part of this as well. Yeah. And I know that you um, touched on this in your opening um, regarding incorporating diversity, equity, and inclusion in your research by trying to um, include as many people as possible um, mm -hmm. in the types of surveys that you're doing. Are there additional means of incorporating DEI that you um, see being able to do in your research as well as your teaching? Um, yeah, you know, I think DI is something that I'm genuinely very passionate about, um, it, and part of that is really just, you know, because of my own lived experiences. Um, I'm a first-generation immigrant, you know, as a Muslim American, um, I all of these experiences have really just um, impacted my commitment, my passion for uh, DEI in a very real way. Um, and so I think that um, 
the two ways that I have really enjoyed incorporating DEI in my work. Um, you know, the first is to really uh, develop K through 12 type programs um, that can really introduce STEM STEM type topics um, to to students from different walks of life, um, from under to underrepresented students. Um, I have a passion for working with children, um, and so this is something that I've worked on in the past during graduate school as a graduate student I've developed elementary modules on transportation you know I've developed an engineering uh, high school engineering research internship program um, and so I, I I get a lot of energy from working with children um, and this is something that I, I truly um, you know for me it's it's not just a metric or a buzzword it's something that I, I genuinely enjoy doing um, and the other aspect of um, the I my research is you know I I have started um, actually trying to incorporate engineering education as a supplementary arm of my research program. That's something that I hope to be able to work more on um, during my time at UM. So I think that, you know, thinking about how to, uh, doing research into how, into how to properly develop those programs to yield the best um, sort of outcomes is something that I'm very interested in. So, you know, how, how do we best design these courses? How do we best reach students and children? Um, and so that's something that um, I hope that I'll have a chance to work on through my research as well. Um, from a teaching perspective, um, I one of the things that's just very core to me as a as you know, as an instructor, um, is to ensure that everyone who is taking my courses can benefit and learn from the material in that course. And I think that one of the ways that I um, strive to do that is to spend the first week or two sort of ensuring that everyone has the foundation and the core skills that they need to be successful. Um, and so, so to me, that's that's one of the really critical things um, that instructors uh, should focus on in trying to ensure that their course is accessible um, to all students. And so that's something that um, I've done and that I hope to continue to do um, through my teaching. Is there a general message that you would like to convey to our UMCEE audience or anything you'd like to add? Um, well, you know, I, I guess I'll just I'll close by saying I'm really, really excited to be joining UMCE. Um, I can't imagine a better program uh, to join. And, um, you know, I look forward to getting to know and work with all of the students, the staff, the faculty. Um, and, you know, one more thing that I'd like to add, I, you know, I, I'd really like to be a resource for students. Um, I feel like I'm not quite so very far removed from the process, and so I would love to have my experiences um, be able to benefit uh, the entire student body in U at UMC. So um, I have an open-door policy. I want to be a resource. Um, if, you know, any undergraduate or graduate students have any questions, professional questions about, you know, uh, majors or finding a job or anything like that, please, you're welcome to reach out. Um, and um, I'm very happy to chat and connect. Um, and yeah, so with that, I guess I'll just add go blue. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. Shaw. We enjoyed having you today and we look forward to seeing you in January 2023. Thank you for listening to our podcast conversation. For more information about CEE at Michigan, please visit our website at 
C-E-E dot U-M-I-C-H dot E-D-U. You can also reach our YouTube channel and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn pages from our website.